we get to the book of Revelation, the final of the 27 books of the New Testament, it often sounds very different from what we've become accustomed to from the gospel accounts and the history book of Acts and the New Testament letters that preceded it. But it's not so much a matter of Revelation saying something different as it is of Revelation delivering that message from Jesus differently. You see, Revelation is written in the language of apocalypse, and our use of that word is different from what was originally intended by it. You see, we hear apocalypse, and we imagine dystopian situations following nuclear war or the outbreak of a zombie virus, but that's not actually what apocalypse means. Apocalypse has to do with a revealing, and specifically in Bible times, uh, an apocalypse was a form of literature where a greater cosmic struggle between good and evil would be communicated through highly symbolic stories, painting a picture, as it were, of a struggle between good and evil. We need to appreciate that that's what Revelation is when we approach it. Because if we go into Revelation thinking that it's saying something completely different from the rest of the New Testament, we're going to be led astray. And where we'll be led to might be a place that fills us with fear and worry and confusion, which is not at all what God intended when he blessed us with this revelation of Jesus Christ. Instead, we need to appreciate that the picture that Revelation is painting completes what the rest of the New Testament has already said. I find an illustration at this point to be helpful. If you're a history buff, you might know something about when General Washington led the Revolutionary Army across the Delaware to attack Trenton, New Jersey on Christmas in the height of the Revolutionary War. When they captured Trenton, they overcame the Hessian mercenaries that had been fighting on the side of the British, and it proved to be an important victory for Washington and the colonials that were fighting against the British Empire. You can hear those historical facts in an encyclopedia or a history textbook, and it'll present them to you one way. Or you can look at the famous painting that was produced by a European artist in the century that followed. That painting stirs us in a different way. It's depicting the same thing as those historical facts, but it does so in a way that captures our imaginations, that stirs our emotions. Now, the painting isn't meant to be an exact photographic representation of the events themselves. In fact, there's many things that some might point to as being inaccuracies, where the way Washington is standing in the boat in that regal pose is not how someone would actually have ridden on a boat like they would have used then, that the age that Washington appears to have is more what we picture him as during his presidency and not at that prime of his life when he would have been in his early to mid-40s, and that the flag that they're depicted as having there is the more famous flag that was used, not the flag that actually would have been used that particular December when the crossing took place. And if you're expecting the painting to be a photographic representation of the exact details, then you could think that that's inaccurate. But that's not actually what the painting was meant to do. The painting was an artistic representation. It wasn't meant to be analyzed for its exact historical detail. It's meant to convey 
a feeling, to capture the emotion surrounded by the factual events themselves. Revelation is the same way. It doesn't tell us anything inaccurate. Everything it says is true, but it gives us the artistic representation. It's the movie version, or perhaps even the opera, the orchestra arrangement. It's the painting of what the rest of the New Testament has said. What the rest of the New Testament has said about Jesus himself. What the rest of the New Testament says about where Jesus is as his people struggle. About what the rest of the New Testament says about how Jesus will come again to bring final victory. Just listen to how Revelation opens in chapter 1, beginning with verse 4, where we read, John to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother and partner, in the tribulation and the kingdom and the patient endurance that are in Jesus was on the island called Patmos on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, and on turning I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man, clothed with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest. The hairs of his head were white, like white wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze refined in a furnace, and his voice was like the roar of many waters. In his right hand he held seven stars. From his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead, but he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and Hades. Write, therefore, the things that you've seen, those that are, and those that are to take place after this. As for the mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Now, in some ways, that sounds very different from the picture of Jesus we get from the gospel accounts, from the types of letters that the apostles would normally send throughout most of the New Testament. Yet, it's also very much the same. Because if you step back and look at the picture, you see a Jesus who has overcome. A Jesus who is powerful, holy, glorious. Yet a Jesus who reaches out to us when we quite appropriately fall in fear in his awesome presence and touches us, and tells us not to be afraid. 
And while Revelation makes heavy use of symbolism, as John goes from being in persecution and exile on the island of Patmos to finding himself transported to what looks like a room in the temple in Jerusalem, surrounded by lampstands with this divine figure before him. He gives us clues. When Jesus identifies himself, never exactly saying that he's Jesus, but that terminology of being the son of man, of being the one who died and is alive again forever, we know that it's Jesus. Or when he identifies what those lampstands are, when he identifies what those stars are, he's helping us to see the picture. When we appreciate that that is what Revelation is doing, that it's showing us Jesus just like the Gospels revealed him to us. Remember when John was on the mountain with Peter and James and saw Jesus transfigured even before his crucifixion and his resurrection and his body was shining brighter than anything could be? Do you remember how in the New Testament letter of Hebrews, the word of God is described as a sharp two-edged sword? When you remember those things that you've read in other places, it only deepens the picture that's given to us there. When you remember the way that God revealed himself to Israel at Mount Sinai and giving them law in Exodus, or when you remember some of the prophetic uh, pictures that were painted by people like Daniel or Ezekiel, then you come to Revelation and you can see just what's happening here. You can see how it's pulling all of these things from throughout the Bible and putting them together in this wonderful, stirring picture. But like any picture, when reading the book of Revelation, it's important that we don't zoom in too tight. Because if we start to analyze, well, why is his beard white? If we start to analyze, well, why is his sash gold? And start to overinterpret the specifics of the symbols, we might start to pixelate the picture. Mm -hmm. We might start to distort what it is that we're supposed to see here. But we step back and see Jesus. See Jesus revealing himself to his people at a time where they are struggling greatly, where John is struggling, where the churches all over are partners in that tribulation, then we can see just what it is Revelation's doing. And it's not that it's giving us a different Jesus. It's not that it's giving us a different version of events. It's that it's depicting Jesus. It's depicting those events in such a way to break through the struggle, to break through the noise, so that when we pair that picture, with what Jesus and his apostles have already said, it gives us a fuller understanding that can motivate us and carry us through even our darkest days. So that's the approach we'll be taking in these devotions. We're going to back up to some of the prophecies Jesus gave about the things that would happen after his death, burial, and resurrection, and about his own coming. We'll see how the apostles taught about that, and then we'll bump it up against the picture of Revelation so that when we see both, we get the full sense of what it is God is doing, and we can have the hope and the encouragement that he intended to bless us with as he made these things known to us, his people.